All right. My name is Allison, and I'm 12, and Jesus is better than anything else because he can heal us. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. I'm Alicia Yoder, and our story today is about Moses. But more importantly, it's about what God did through Moses and why Jesus is even better than Moses. But without our story, we won't, won't know how Jesus is better. So let's jump in. Now, last time we talked about how God took Moses, a murderer who used to be a prince, out of the wilderness where he had escaped and told him that he wanted Moses to lead the slaves out of Egypt. When Moses tried to convince God to send someone else, God told him that he would be with him. He showed Moses some powerful signs and sent Moses' brother Aaron to help him. So Moses took his family and headed to Egypt. Everything was going great. Moses showed the people the signs God had given him, and they worshipped God. So Moses and Aaron made their next stop, the palace. They said, This is the message we have from the Lord, the God of Israel. You need to let his people go so that they can hold a sacrifice and celebrate and worship me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh said, Who does this Lord think he is, telling me to obey him and let my slaves go? I don't know him, so I won't let them go. Moses and Aaron said, The God of the Israelites has visited us. Would you please let us travel three days into the wilderness so that we can sacrifice to the Lord our God? We don't want him to punish us. But the king of Egypt said, Moses and Aaron, what kind of trouble are you stirring up by wanting to keep the people from working? Go back to your own work. There are too many of them to stop working for that long. He called the taskmasters in charge of the slaves and said, Don't give the slaves straw for their bricks anymore. Make them go get it themselves. But make sure they keep making the same number of bricks because they are being lazy. That's why they want to go to sacrifice to their God. Make them work so hard that they won't listen to these lies from Moses and Aaron anymore. So that's what the taskmasters did. They said, Pharaoh isn't going to give you straw anymore. Go get it yourselves. But you'll still have to make the same number of bricks you had to make before. So the Israelites started gathering the straw. The taskmasters said, Hurry up and get your bricks finished. But the Israelite slaves who were in charge of the brick-making slaves were beaten and asked, Why haven't they finished all the bricks like they did before? So they went to Pharaoh and cried, 
why are you doing this to us? How can we make bricks if we don't have the straw? But Pharaoh said, you are lazy, lazy. That's why you want to make plans to sacrifice and celebrate your God. Get back to work. When the men left from talking to Pharaoh, they saw Moses and Aaron waiting for them and said, You deserve for God to punish you because God, Pharaoh hates us and has the power to, to kill us from all this work. Moses went to the Lord and said, Lord, why are you punishing your people? Why did you send me in the first place? Because ever since I came, things have gotten worse and you haven't delivered your people at all. But God said to Moses, now you will see what I will do. Pharaoh is going to not just send the people out, but push them out of his land. Moses, I am the Lord. I showed myself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as their mighty God. But I have told you my name. I am. I made them a promise to give them a special land to live in. And I haven't forgotten about the people since then. Tell the people, I am the Lord and will rescue you from your hard work and slavery and punish the Egyptians and set you free. You will be my people and I will be your God. And you will know that I am the Lord, a God who rescues. And I will bring you into that land I promised long ago. Moses told the people what God had said, but they were so discouraged and sad from their hard work that they didn't listen to him. So God told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh to let the people go out of his land. But Moses said, your own people haven't listened to me. What makes you think Pharaoh will listen? I'm not God. But God said, No, you're not God, but I will use you to speak to Pharaoh as if I myself were speaking to him. I will tell you what to say, and Aaron will tell Pharaoh to let the people leave. But Pharaoh won't listen, even though I do signs and wonders in all the land of Egypt. So I will punish the Egyptians and bring my people out of the land Even the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I rescue my people. And when Pharaoh says, show me this Lord's power, tell Aaron to throw his staff down and it will turn into a snake. So Moses and Aaron obeyed the Lord. They were 80 and 83 years old. When Aaron threw his staff down, it became a snake. So Pharaoh called his magicians and wise men, and they also made their staffs into snakes. Aaron's staff swallowed up the other snakes. But Pharaoh's heart was hard, and it didn't change his mind, just like God had told them. Now, that's the end of our story, but now it's time to look at the choices. Moses and Aaron obeyed God by going to the palace to speak to Pharaoh and giving him God's message to let the people go to worship God. But Pharaoh chose to make the slaves work even harder, thinking that they wanted to worship God because they had time to be lazy. He chose to make them gather their own straw for the bricks they had to make each day. 
the Israelite slaves in charge were getting beaten because no one was getting their work done. So they chose to go to Pharaoh and try to go ba- to go back to the amount of work they had before. But Pharaoh didn't change his mind and called them lazy and told them to get back to work. The men were mad at Moses and Aaron and said they would die from all the work. So Moses chose to talk to God and ask him why he sent him if the slaves were just going to have to work harder. But God reminded Moses of his promise and that it was a promise he had made to Moses' ancestors that he was going to bring his people into a land all their own. He was going to rescue them from their slavery. But when Moses told the people, they chose not to listen to him. Moses went to God again and asked how Pharaoh would ever listen to him if his own people wouldn't listen. But God said that he would tell Moses exactly what to say and that through his wonders and punishment, the Egyptians would know that he is God and no one else. So Moses and Aaron chose to go before Pharaoh again and showed him a sign. Their staff turned into a snake. But Pharaoh chose to get his own magicians who turned their staffs into snakes too. But the magicians didn't get their staffs back because God made Aaron's staff swallow the other snakes. So what choices could the people in our story have made? Moses and Aaron could have decided they were too scared to go to the palace and talk to Pharaoh. Pharaoh could have said, okay, fine. Let the people go worship God and then come back to work. He could have chosen not to make the Israelites work harder or changed his mind when they couldn't do the amount of work he had told them to do. The Israelites could have chosen to trust Moses and cry out to God when Pharaoh put more work on them. Moses could have chosen to ignore God's promises to him and sat down next to the discouraged slaves rather than going again to Pharaoh. Pharaoh could have chosen to worship God when Aaron's staff swallowed the other staffs, acknowledging God's power is greater than his own. So, what is God doing for his people in this story? Even though Moses has obeyed, it seems like things are getting worse, not better for the Israelites. Does that ever happen to you? Do you ever try to believe that God is good when something bad happens and it only gets worse? Or try to be kind to your brother or sister by sharing something with them and they selfishly keep it or don't even thank you? Why would God allow Pharaoh to make the people suffer more right after God told them he would rescue them? How could this possibly be used for good? Well... God had made promises to the Israelites and was getting ready to show the Israelites and Egyptians how strong he was and how nothing could stop him from rescuing his people, even though he didn't tell them all the details of how he was going to do it. But he didn't just make promises to the Israelites. He also makes promises to us. When do you think we need to remember those promises? When do you need to be reminded of God's love for you, that he is with you, leading you and guiding you all the way until you live with him on the new earth? When everything is going great? 
what if God wants others to see how strong or loving he is through letting something difficult happen to you? Many times I won't respond like the Israelites when I'm in the middle of something hard or uncomfortable. Even if God sends someone to remind me of God's promises, I'd rather feel sorry for myself and keep wishing my life was different. But even when we respond in unbelief, God never changes his mind. God's plan to rescue the Israelites never changed. And his plan to rescue people from every nation on earth won't change either. At just the right time, he sent Jesus to be born a tiny newborn, live a perfect life, die to rescue us from the punishment for our sins, and come to life again so that we can be joined with him and live forever. The land God promises to us is even better than what he promised the Israelites. Because no enemies or evil or sin will be found in it. On the new earth, our hearts will be completely free from sin and selfishness. And we'll be free to work, rest, play, and enjoy God and other people forever. Even if you don't trust God in something, he is always ready to listen when you do call on him, just like he encouraged Moses. And just like the people in the book of Psalms, we can admit that we don't get why God is allowing our pain, but that we want to trust and obey him anyway. Will you trust him, even if things get worse than they did before you trusted him? Will you keep believing his promises and telling others, even if they don't listen to you or seem to care about God? Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for being an even better and faithful rescuer than Moses. But thank you for using him to point us to your power. Will you help us to trust you when life is hard and even when we don't feel like trusting you? Would you let your spirit remind us of your promises and live in your strength? We love you. Amen. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode on the Jesus is Better podcast. You can find more episodes on my website, aliciayoder.com. See you next time.